Russian translations over there. Those that don't know, that don't know Russian, can move up a little bit. Those that need Russian translation, that is it, where you can hear. Some pastimes of uh, Srivastakur. 
Today we talk about Gadadhar and some of the other Shaktis, Shakti Tattvas. Chaitanya Bhagavad is saying, Jayu Jayu Mahaprabhu Gaurav Sundara Jayu Mahaprabhu Jagannatha Putra Mahamahesha Jayu Nityananda Gadadhare Rajivan Jaya Jaya Advaita Adi Bhakti Rasha Jaya Jaya Advaita Adi Bhakti Rasha Abhagatharo Jivachala Pagulangaya Si Guru Dinatharinam Paramananda Madhavam Si Chaitanya Ishwara So seems that when Lord Chaitanya was manifesting his Nimai Pandit pastimes and he was very uh, he was very expert at defeating people <coughs> in arguments, in logic, in reason. I'm okay, that's for everybody else. That's to blow on everybody else. <coughs> He'd walk on the street and pundits, before they would walk out of their house, they would look. Is the coast clear? No, Nimai Pandit. Because if, if they happen to bump into the white pundit, it's, Are! My dear friend, Panditji, come here, I have a question for you. It turned out the rotation. Then uh, he may ask them any questions. It may be a very simple question, but that was just uh, the basis for the discussion. Whatever they would say, he could defeat it. After defeating it, he could re-establish it. There was no what you said was correct. 
what I said wasn't correct for this reason. We go back and forth like that, defeating and undefeating, using logic, reason and shastra. So people were thinking, I mean, he's some kind of a demigod or is he some kind of Mahapurush or some great personality. And everybody would see him and they would be so attracted. He would also, he, he would, it wasn't that he was, he was very kind and respectful in his uh, argumentation. He would see you with a smile. And he would make, even after, he would make people feel good about it. He would always give them some escape route, but he, he, he was like, you know who was in control. So he would humble all the pundits. So where does he get so much learning? He seemed to know every Shastra, every, everything, I mean, he just knows all the Shastras by heart, he quote any scripture. <coughs> He could. So one day, he wa he was walking down the road, and this day Gadadhar Prabhu, he walked out of his house without looking first, without checking the way, and then he looked. Oh no, he my pundit. So he's looking. You know, where can I escape? But before he can escape, Are, Ganadhar, why are you always trying to escape from me? Seems you're always hiding and avoiding me. Where are you studying? You didn't join my uh, Sanskrit school. And he said, well, you know, I'm studying uh, your school is mainly about grammar. I'm studying poetry. Kavi. Well, we know something about poetry also, you know. But what is good poetry if it's bad grammar? So you have to know grammar and then you can know poetry. So. Maybe you can explain to me, what is liberation? According to Sadhu, Shastra, Guru, example, liberation, liberation, everyone knows it means to be freed from all the suffering. Is that all it means? Maybe you should study some more, tomorrow we can discuss some more. But since uh, or one time he met and he said, Siddhartha, so you're going poetry, so why don't you compose some poetry for me? I'd like to hear your poetry. And then I could, and he grabs him by the hand, you know, so happy to see you, Siddhartha. So please tell me some poetry that you've learned. Mr. if I could just escape. 
And then, uh, if he repeated some poetry, then Lord Chaitanya said, what's the defects in your poetry, what's the good points? He could tear it apart. So why don't you come and join our school? We'll teach you good poetry. So eventually, uh, it seems he got Gadadhar too. So when Lord Chaitanya would go by the He'd walk through the town and everyone would respect him. It was like he was the reigning pundit, so people would come up and offer him flower garlands, offer him clothing. The brahmanas were getting uh, dakhina from the other castes. So since he was a lead brahmana, so he would get almost everything for free. One day he is walking along and he met one astrologer. So he said, Dear astrologer, you are knower of all things. You know past, present and future. Can you tell me what was I in my previous birth? Here, you can see my hand. So this astrologer was a bit of a psychic, a mystic. He would chant Gopal Mantra and go in meditation and he could see things. So he chanted his Gopal Mantra and went into the meditation to see what was this person in his previous life? But to his surprise, he started to see images of different incarnations. Varaha, Matsya, the fish incarnation, the boar incarnation, Narasinga, Ramchandra, Krishna, his own Ishtadeva, Gopal, he couldn't believe, what am I seeing, what's happening, you know? I don't understand any of this. And Lord Jesus said, what's going on? What, tell me, what am I in my previous life? What, what do you see? And the guy jumps up and says, I don't know, some problem today. <laughs> I, I, I can't say, I can't figure it out. Actually, what he was seeing was the truth. But it was so amazing that uh, it didn't compute. Dobro Prajalava. So,
incarnation of Satya Bhama was well let me finish and Satya Bhama was Chagarananda uh, Pandit. He also had a he wrote that uh, he once had uh, some disagreement with the uh, mind. And uh, he once uh, got angry. So he went and sat by the side of the He went and sat by the side of the Ganges. So he didn't come back that night. So Nibai inquired at his house, you know, the Jagannath Pandit come back, his noise not back. So he went out by the side of the Ganges. Jagannath Jagannath no, then finally he found them there sitting. So what are you doing here? Sitting in the dark in this dangerous place, side of the Ganges in the night. Why are you not going home? Jennifer, what are you doing coming out here bare feet? This Navadip has many stones in the road. You heard? Have any of you noticed there are stones in the road? <laughs> Huh? Yeah, but that, even then they had stones, but I don't think they had the entire roads with so many stones, but still they had a few stones. So Jagannath Pandit was inquiring in that way. Then Lord Chaitanya, he was insisting that uh, He should come. He'd be so charming in his discussion that he would melt the anger of Chagrinath Pandit and he had to come back. When Lord Chaitanya was preaching, was not preaching when he was still the wife Pandit. He would go by the side of the Ganges with all of his students. And it said that he looked just like the moon, surrounded by stars, or one moon surrounded by many moons. He was so beautiful. There was all these th hundreds and thousands of students, all with uh, tilak. Even then, as the Mahipanda, if any student came without tilak, 
then he will chastise. Bhakta Gopal, whatever. Stand up. Where is your tilak? That means you did not take your bath this morning. If you took your bath, you surely do your tilak. After taking, that means you didn't do your pujas. You didn't worship the deity. How can you come to class without bathing, without doing puja, without worshiping? What kind of Brahminical culture is this? You go home, take your bath, worship your deities, put on your tilak. Without wearing tilak, the forehead is like slaughterhouse, or sometimes it's a crematorium. <laughs> it's faded. Mayapur is such a place, and anywhere else in the world, if you wear a tea lock, everybody looks at you. Here, everybody looks at you if you don't wear a tea lock. <laughs> Where does this person come from? Why no tea lock? So people would come by and they would see. You might find it with his students chanting their mantras and going through their classes. It was so beautiful to see. And he always liked to be by the Ganges. That was his trademark. His classes were by the Ganges. So Lord Chaitanya gave lots of mercy to the Ganga. One day, When Lord Chaitanya was walking, he met a devotee, he met a Vaishnava, you know, an older Vaishnava. And they said, Nimai, what is the use of all this argumentation? What is use of this dry vidya, knowledge, if it's not used in the service of Krishna? Then Nimai would say, thank you, please bless me, that one day I can understand all this that I can also get Krishna Bhakti. Please go see how I can pray for me and bless me that one day I can also understand this. When I get the association with the pure Vaishnavas, then I may have this understanding. So thank you so much for wishing well to me like this. You are very kind. And then like he'd always charm them and put the his maya, yoga maya over them. <laughs> he didn't just, uh, he wasn't ever rude. He was always a gentleman. 
He treated the Vaishnavas with great respect. Even when he defeated people, they felt good about it. I mean, in their heart. Maybe their mind, their false ego or something, you know, the pandas had this. But somehow in their heart, everyone was happy to see, in, in, the, in one sense, to be with him. He left them with that impression. Just like Krishna, when he was a child, he would be stealing the butter. And everybody would complain about it. But well, they like to talk about Krishna, that was their pastime. So at different stages uh, in young period, Nimai would be doing youthful proclivities and Ganges and things. And then in the older time, he would be Nimai Pandit, he'd be defeating everybody. But somehow when people were with him, In, in their heart they felt some kind of happiness. Although their mind and everything they go through, all these different changes. Then Lord Chaitanya started the Sankirtan movement. His students became a part of the Sankirtan movement. When he came back from Kanainatsala, from Gaya after his initiation, then when he was giving classes, he kept talking about Krishna. Everything he said was connected to Krishna. So the students thought he wasn't, a, he was more interested in talking about Krishna than going and just smashing other pandits. So they got worried about him, that maybe now he's lost his edge, he's changed, he's no longer the same Nimai Pandit. So they went to his Sanskrit teacher and told that we're worried about Nimai Pandit. He seems to have changed. So Ganga Das. Pandit, Lord Chaitanya's Sanskrit uh, guru, approached him and asked, What is this? I've heard, Nimai Pandit, you lost your Pandit edge. You're no longer able to defeat people. Who said? I can defeat any Pandit. I can defeat them, I can take their argument, I can, I can smash it, I can re-establish it, I can smash it again, I can re-establish. 
And the same thing my pandit. Look at I'll go and show you. So I went out to the to the street. So let the first pandit come and I'll show you. But this so happened that the first pandit to come was the incarnation of Parvat Muni, Sri Ram Pandit, the younger brother of Shiva's. And he came singing bhajans. He was singing the bhajan about Krishna being so merciful, about Krishna delivering Putana. And how Putana, just because she showed a little affection as his mother for the purpose of cheating Mother Yasoda to feed him poison, but because she showed a motherly affection. Oh, beautiful baby, you're so nice. Kuchi kuchi ku. Take my milk. But she, so even as an actress, just as a very good actress, she was showing some affection, but just for that much, just because she showed some affection, even it was so artificial. Maybe in her heart she felt something that this child is very beautiful. Too bad I have to kill him. So Krishna perfectly reciprocated for the attempt to kill him. He killed her. But for the show of affection, he elevated her to a position of motherhood and spiritual world. So this, that a witch, a baby killer, for showing a little affection could be liberated <laughs> to the spiritual world. So what is somebody really trying to serve Krishna, trying to show some affection to Krishna? Would Krishna leave some sincere devotees back in the material world? So Krishna promises to reciprocate with our devotion, Jajatama, Prapadyam, Tetans, Tadaiva. So somehow this realization of Krishna's unlimited mercy was so powerful on Lord Chaitanya. That he got overwhelmed in ecstasy. In this pastime, this particular Leela seems to show 
an extreme side of Krishna's mercy. Like, if there's anyone who didn't deserve to get mercy for showing some affection, it would definitely qualify. Putana would be qualified. So if she could get the mercy, then what to speak of? And, you know, it's like she's the worst example of someone getting the mercy. So she got it. It lives, it lives the hope open for everybody else. You can't hardly imagine anyone worse than, than she was. But she showed some affection to Krishna. So we can show a little affection, little devotion to Krishna. Then surely Krishna is not going to forget us. So Lord Chaitanya, he, he felt this extreme separation of Krishna and Krishna is so merciful and, and I'm, I'm such a rascal that I don't have any devotion for Krishna. You know, like I'm worse than Putana. I don't even put on a show. Something, it's, it's inconceivable, but somehow he ended up rolling in the ground crying for Krishna, that Krishna is so merciful, he's so wonderful. And like all the students are looking down and saying, oh no, it's not the same anymore. So then Lord Chaitanya, getting his composure, he called the students and he told them, called by the world, where, where, where do you think he went? Or they always went by the side of the Ganges. And he told them that this is the situation. Now that I'm, I, I got initiated, I realized that the highest truth is Krishna. He is Param Brahma. So when I understood that the highest truth is Krishna, and I'm your teacher. How can I give you less than the best? Less than the, also the real truth that I know. So if I can't be dishonest with you anymore, I know now that Krishna is, I'm going to obviously be teaching things in relation to Krishna. But if you feel that this is not what you want, you joined your, my Sanskrit college for some other purpose, then uh, I give you permission that you can leave me. <laughs> Seems that the student-teacher relationship was a guru-disciple type of relationship. Although it was a, a Siksha relationship, he wasn't their Diksha Guru, he was some kind of a Pandit Guru. But if they joined his school, they were obliged to stay with him. They couldn't just go off to somewhere. If they did, they would be held, you know, responsible for that. So then he was now freeing them that they could go and find another Sanskrit Guru. Sanskrit teacher, if they wanted. But the lead student, they stood up and said, You see, my Lord, dear Nimayan, dear Pandit Guruji, you always given us the best of 
knowledge. Our toll is the best in the toll means what they call the Sanskrit school. Ours is the best in Navadip. Best students, best knowledge. You've always given us the best. If you say that Krishna is Samam Bona, He is absolute truth and this is the best, we're not going to leave you, we're going to stick with you. But you can't blame us because you never taught us like this before. So naturally it's a shock for us. Now you're telling us about Nama Sankirtan, that we should chant. We never knew about this chanting before. So now you have to bring someone and then teach us how it goes. What do you do? We don't know. Get some Vaishnava to show us how you do Kirtan. So they brought some senior Vaishnavas to come and teach them how to do Harinam, Sankirtan, by the side of the Ganges. So like this, Lord Chaitanya got the best of the students, because they're all his students. So I sometimes tell when we do university programs that Lord Chaitanya's movement started off as a, primarily a student movement. And there weren't that many Vaishnavas, there were like Vaishnavas, Sri Rama, there was a handful of Vaishnavas, this whole town was all Pandits and Smartas and De demigod worshippers and very few Vaishnavas. So when Lord Chaitanya, who had thousands of students, the best students, the cream, when he became Vaishnava, in terms of, I mean, before he was religious, he was, was Worship Vishnu, but it's a Brahman, not like, not to the extent of a pure bhakti, just in a formal way, initially. That's the Leela he showed. And then he got all the students to become pure Vaishnavas. And the Sankirtan movement started at Srivas's house. Gadadhar Prabhu was there. He was part of the Kirtan. And one day, Lord Chaitanya. He started crying out, Pundarik! 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 So everybody was wondering, why is he shouting Pundarik? But since Lord Chaitanya did so many amazing things, it wasn't like. Uh, thought Pundarik is the name of. Krishna, somebody just calling for Krishna as lotus, lotus eye, lotus. But actually, he was calling for his devotee, Pundarik, 
Vidyanidhi. Pandit Vidyanidhi was had just arrived into Navadvip. Pundarik Vidyanidhi was a land, was a Brahmin. His parents, by their learning and Brahminical astuteness and purity, were so respected by the king that he gave them some villages to be the landlord for, so that the income from the land rent of the villagers would pay for his Brahminical duties. Sometimes Jews would be made lords or Brahmanas would be made lords. And there was a time of feudal India and everybody had to pay tax and the way and the tax would go through these lords. So that means that his father became an aristocrat, like a baron, lord, whatever. He was a Brahminical aristocrat. But nonetheless, he had all the social clout of a landlord, Zamindar, they would call him Bengali. When Pundarik would travel around. He go by palanquin. Rich people in those days, they'd be carried by bearers, like we read about King Prachinabhani, who was being carried, and there was uh, Jodhabharata sitting on the side. They'd be carried along. The Vaishnavas don't normally travel like that, they just kind of walk on foot. But he was a landlord Vaishnava. Somehow he, did, he just cut the profile as a landlord, mainly to just keep a because he was so soft-hearted and he was so loving and he was so... He didn't want to be bothered. Because people, if he was too accessible, being a landlord, being a rich person, then they're all going to harass him for stuff. And this one way that rich people keep their privacy is by this, this uh, kind of aura of uh, aloofness from everything. So he was cutting the profile as a rich person, but and so nobody knew. Not a, hardly anybody knew that who he really was. That he was so much a great lover of Krishna. People just tend to keep their distance. Okay, he's some rich guy going by. And nobody bother him, you know, just... So he could chant his rounds in peace and read his Shastra. He was vastly learned, that's why he got the title Vidya Nidhi. And uh, so Mukunda Datta, who is also from that part of the Pundagvinity, comes from a place near Chittagong, in the district of Chittagong, which is now in Bangladesh. Anybody here from Chittagong? 
And it's in a near a small town called Hatazari in the village of Mekla. And the birthplace of Pundarik is there. And nearby, nearby to that, about 20 kilometers away, come Mukunda Datta and Vasudev Datta. The two are both very close associates of Lord Chaitanya. So Mukunda Datta told the Gadadhar Prabhu, we'd like to meet up here Devoni. It's a friend of mine. Who wouldn't want to meet a pure devotee, right? Somebody asked, want to meet a pure devotee? Okay. So they went to see Pundari Vidinidhi. But Gadadha was expecting to see maybe some kind of a renunciate or sadhu or someone chanting his japa. But instead he goes and sees Pundari Vidinidhi is like in a really plush, opulent, living facility, tapestries on the wall, big brass and lamps like we use for jaya, for rushing a day. This is with, there was no electricity, right? but most people maybe use some simple, really opulent lamps, multiple lights, silken cushions, bolster pillows, and the leader. There were two assistants putting scented oil in his hair, rubbing it in. Two others were fanning him with shamaras. So Gadara is saying, where am I? You know? This is not the profile he expected from, you know, a pure devotee. This seems like a sense gratification. So you got to be careful sometimes to jump to conclusions. All these devotees wanted to serve Pundari. He wasn't attached to this thing. This is just kind of a profile he was he was presenting to the world. But he was fully absorbed always in Krishna. So feeling the tenseness of Gadadhar and Mukunda Datta started to do a kirtan. He also did the same kirtan, maybe not on the same one, but the same topic about Putana, about Krishna's mercy. That one seems to really get the people's hearts. So this one got Pundari. And he started to feel like Krishna is so merciful. I mean, it's so merciful. He started feeling so much separation from Krishna that all his fancy silk shirt, start ripping it and, and feeling something. Krishna, 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 pulling his hair. Mukunda kept singing more and more about Krishna. Pundarik was becoming more mad in ecstasy, in separation, rolling in the ground, smashing over the lamps. The servants are trying to stop the place from falling on fire. The tapestry is, to, you know, destroyed. The, he never saw anybody go into such uh, ecstasy. Uh, this wasn't like uh, a show. This was the real thing, like with Lord Chaitanya. This was 
he was just being the more Mukunda sang about Krishna, the more he became uh, just unbelievably mad in love of Krishna. The Gadadhar said, Wow, did I blow it? I mean, that's not the words he used, but you know, <laughs> that's what, how we would say it. Right? Did I make a mistake? That he's such a pure devotee, and I thought he was a materialist. He just destroyed, you know. Put the bill up, so many rupees worth of you know, all this, I mean, the whole room's finished. He's obviously uh, so much attached to good, like, you know, I used to have one uh, auntie whenever I was a real wild kid when I was like six years old, I'd make a mess of everything. She'd cover all her furniture with white sheets. So I couldn't even, I had to sit on the floor, you know. She's afraid I'd spill something on her furniture. So, you know, maybe normal people are a little attached to all their belongings. Just hearing about Krishna, they wouldn't go wild and start spilling stuff all over their furniture. So, And Gadadha thought, well, I, I made this offense and I thought that he was material, materialist, but now I see he's so much attached to Krishna. How am I ever going to get forgiven for my aparat? If we make the wrong value judgment on a devotee, it's a big impediment in our spiritual life. So, so I think I have to become his disciple. Because the Guru always forgives his disciples, so if I become his disciple, then I'll be forgiven for my offense. So we're going to say, well, let's discuss it with Lord Chaitanya. I mean, they went back and discussed with Lord Chaitanya and said, I think it's a good idea. Let Gadadhar take initiation from Pundarik. Pundarik was obviously older. And so happens that Pundari Vidyanidhi is the incarnation of Vrishabhanu Maharaj from Krishna Lila. Who's Vrishabhanu? Radharani's father. And who's Gadadhar? So Gaurila becomes his guru. Father of Radharani becomes the guru of Radharani's incarnation, the spiritual father. So Lord Chaitanya personally organized the initiation ceremony. And performed it. The two were initiated. Of course, probably the most detailed Exchanges between Lord Chaitanya and Gadadha were more described in Chaitanya Charitamrita. When Lord Chaitanya was going to to Vrindavan, and then Gadadha wanted to go with him, or when Lord Chaitanya was traveling out of the of, of Jagannath Puri, and Gadadha wanted to go, but he had become a Chetra Sanyasi. He was took a vow of staying in Sri Chetra, not leaving the Dham. 
what kind of sannyasa that stays in a particular dam. So when he got to the edge of that dam, the Lord Chaitanya told him, don't break your vow. He said, to hell with my vow, but I can't leave you. And they went on the boat and crossed the river, which was the border of Sri Chetra. Went to the other side. The Lord said, okay, you proved your point. Your love for me is stronger than all your vows. But I can't let you do this. Neither can I let you travel with me. Now you pray, you pray, you, you proved your point, now you have to go back. And Gadadha saints here is a very intimate exchanges. So Gadadha Prabhu was worshipping Toda Gopinath. We heard in the old days that originally Toda Gopinath and Jagannath Puri was standing, but when Gadadha was going to have another Pujari come and do the worship because he couldn't reach with the garlands. Then Tonagopinath sat down. So that he could continue to accept the worship of Yudhanhar. Lord Chaitanya would regularly visit Tonagopinath temple with Sri Yudhanhar. Radharani had expressed a desire that in Krishna Leela she, she couldn't associate with Krishna publicly because she was a woman that she wanted to be in because of the Parakya situation. So she wanted that the next pastime she can come as a man and she can be with Krishna as a friend, publicly associate with him. So this Chaitanya Leela, her desire was fulfilled, she could come as Gadadhar Pandit. But since Lord Chaitanya was in the mood of Radharani, so he was assisting Lord Chaitanya. Lord Chaitanya continued to take the role, even in the mood of Radharani. Few things on Gadadhar Prabhu. I think the babies must have left for the boat festival. And at six thirty, I have a congregational awards night. We're going to show some audio visual and then give out awards and hope that everybody who is involved or everyone will come there for the congregational. Awards night. Sachinandamara said he'd also come and speak. And we'll hear from different devotees. Thank you for watching our videos. Be sure to subscribe to our channel. We publish new videos every day. And don't forget to like and share our channel.